welcome to the Let's Scare My Girlfriend to Death podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh. And I'm your co-host, the girlfriend, Cindy. Hey everybody, welcome back to your favorite horror movie podcast, where a couple break down horror movies thematically by month and one of them dies a little each time. My name is Cindy. I'm Josh! Yay! And this month we are doing back to school horror movies. We started the month with uh, Battle Royale, uh, a fun romp through a Japanese deserted island of teenagers killing each other. Yep. Um, I, you know, I we didn't mention on that episode... The thing that would kill all the kids now is no one can read a map. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> no one no one knows how to use a... Not even that. Nobody knows how to use a compass. Right. Why like, is it just spinning north? How's it going to tell me where I'm going? I was, the idea of, like, you have to read quadrants on a map. Yeah. It's going to fuck a lot of these kids over. Here's what's hilarious. I am notoriously bad uh, with direction. I have no sense of direction whatsoever. That, nope, it's gone. It's not in me. However, with an old-fashioned map, I'm pretty good especially like topographical ma- topographical maps i'm pretty good at reading I them i only can navigate with a globe which is very strange with a globe <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm i'm convinced that every globe has the ussr on it yeah fair right That's i fair. don't think they made any after the ussr's collapse you, uh, there's an east and west germany speaking, yes speaking of well after the ussr's collapse what do um, we got 1998 <laughs> what do you remember about the year I remember 1998 vividly. That was my senior year of high school. I am class of 1998. Um, 01. I don't know what was going on in the world, really. I, uh, it's well. my senior year, so I was definitely ra- wrapped up in all things high school and living that life. The Clinton Lewinsky scandal. Oh, broke. there you go. The Winter Olympics at Nagano. Mm-hmm. Wakefield study on vaccines and autism came out. And would soon be quickly disproven. But still hanging around. Well, because Jenny McCarthy pain. believes it. Uh, Titanic won Best Picture. Google was founded. Uh, Matthew Shepard was beaten and left for dead in Laramie, Wyoming. And then the Clinton, Bill Clinton was officially impeached at the end of the year. To find so, the word is. Yeah, that was the year that we gained Elle Fanning, uh, Maya Hawk, and Jaden Smith. And we lost, sadly... Akira Kurosawa, mm-hmm. Roddy McDowell, Lloyd Bridges, Phil Hartman, Frank Sinatra, Sonny Bono, and J.T. Walsh. We don't talk about uh, the loss of Sonny Bono too much. Movies that year were There's Something About Mary, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Ra- uh, Rushmore, American History X, The Truman oh. Show, The Big Lebowski, Saving Private Ryan, Half-Baked, Night at the Roxbury, <laughs> SLC Punk, Dirty Work, You're Welcome, <laughs> Uh, Dark City, uh, previous episode. Yep. Urban Legend, future episode. Vampires, probably future episode. Uh, and Halloween H2O, definitely a future episode. Okay. Um, so 1998, a, the fact Quite the year. All right. It's rated R. It's one hour. It stars everybody's favorite John Stewart. 44 minutes long. I'm convinced that if John Stewart and Gene Garofalo ever just could get together and combine their powers, we could, as Gen X, solve the world's problems. <laughs> right. Um, okay. This movie is directed by Robert Rodriguez. Okay. The guy who gave us El Mariachi, Desperado, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, From Dusk Till Dawn, Spy Kids, Sin City, Grindhouse, Planet I love that, Planet spy, that spy Kids is in there. He did all the Spy Kids. I know. That's what it just, it makes me laugh every time. Machete. 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 Uh, we did Grindhouse two seasons back. It, I love that movie. Uh, it's from a story by David uh, Wechter and Bruce Kimmel, and the screenplay is by 
heavyweight Kevin Williamson. All right. Um, Kevin Williamson is the writer and eventual producer of Scream, Scream 2. I know what he did last summer. Uh, he would go on to write and direct Teaching Mrs. Tingle, and he created Dawson's Creek. Oh. Um, Kevin Williamson had his thumb on the pulse of, of Gen 90s X, Gen X horror kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Now, the cast, which is fucking crazy. You've already <laughs> mentioned him. So. He does. He has not done many movies, but he, the movies he's done are memorable. Uh, not his best movie, I will say. Do you think his, his big best movie is Big Daddy? No. <laughs> Death of Smoochie. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. I do like this movie, though. Um, Jordana Brewster plays Delilah. She is the main character. She is Mia in the Fast and Furious movies. Um, she was also in Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning. We've got Clea Duvall, um, who was in But I'm a Cheerleader. <laughs> Love that movie. Right? She's also in Argo, Zodiac, and most importantly for me, Carnival. Mm. She was the daughter of the lady who, like, could read tarot cards. Uh, Laura Harris is, plays Mary Beth. She was in A Mighty Wind. <laughs> a Mighty Wind is a movie that you love. <laughs> the London. Sorry, I know all the songs to it too. I have the soundtrack. Uh, Josh Hartnett. Um, oh yeah, plays Zeke. He <laughs> Zeke the plumber. Uh, he was in Thirty Days of Night, uh, Black Hawk Down, Sin City, and Lucky Number Eleven. Mm-hmm. Lucky I Number. Forgot about that movie. Eleven. Okay, it's a Bruce Willis gem. Forgot uh, about that. Forgot about that gem. Yeah, Sean Hatosi plays Stan. He was an alpha dog in the Animal Kingdom TV show. Uh, Salma Hayek, the ner- like the teachers are so much more famous than the kids in this movie. Yes, uh, Salma Hayek uh, plays the nurse. She's you know Desperado Frida from Dusk Till Dawn Dogma. I threw that dogma in there for you. Thank you. Famke uh, Jensen is Jean Grey in the X Men movies. Okay, and she was in Goldeneye. James Bond movie. Do you want to guess what her lady character's name in Goldeneye was? I don't know. Sweet She's Lips Russian. McGee. She's Russian, so no. What? Xenia on a top. Of course. Of course. Not the most ridiculous name. Pussy Galore. Or Plenty O'Toole. Yeah. What's your name, Plenty O'Toole? Named Cindy, after your father, haven't... no doubt. Cindy, why haven't you watched any of the James Bond movies? They're, They're classics. So They're so good. Ridiculous. Yeah. They, but they are. You keep telling yourself um, so that. So Christopher McDonald is Casey's dad. Um, it's fucking Shooter McGavin. <laughs> like, yes. He's been in a million things, but he's Shooter McGavin. He's Shooter right? McGavin. You yeah. eat pieces of shit for breakfast? B.B. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, Newworth is uh, the principal. The Lilith from yeah, Frasier Lilith. And, and Cheers. She's, she's in Jumanji. Oh, yeah. Yeah. B.B. Right. Newworth has a set of lungs on her. That woman can sing. Uh, we've got T-1000s in this. Robert Patrick, he plays Coach Joe Willis. I can see that. I see him you as know. a coach. Um, Wearing the shorts. Okay. And then rounding out. Rounding out the names are, you said John Stewart, mm-hmm. Elijah Wood, nice. Danny Masterson. Even better. Usher. Love everything about this. Usher. I cannot so, wait. How long is this movie? Uh, Let me say that. It's an hour and 44. I per- see, this is why I'm not wrong. I'm right. Best movies are short and simple and star John Stewart. Okay, here we go. Oh, you can, you can find this movie on Paramount Plus. I will tell you the tagline is on December 25th, which was the release date. School's out forever. Oh, that's why I didn't see it. If it came out, my birth, that's my birth week. Um, see, that, that would have been my 18th birthday. 
So uh, homegirl was not paying attention. Okay, this is the part of the podcast where Josh shows me an original poster of the movie. I try to tell you what the movie will be about. Now, despite my awareness of this movie, I know nothing about it. You just know it because it's John Stewart? Yep. I, I, it's one of those, like, he's just not in a lot of movies. So the ones that he was in. Okay. It's very much a 90s poster. Yes. Where it's like the a faces with like something on Teenage faces. I'm going to say there's, it's like a UFO. So I'm going to say uh, aliens have taken over the school. And the kids are trying to, it, kind of like they uh, they live style. Trying to find out who the good ones, who the bad ones, and killing them off. During like a lock-in, because we did shit like that. Okay. Before our parents knew that we knew about sex. Uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, okay. You can't have sex if they're locked in in the school. Where can Paramount we Plus. watch this? Paramount Plus. We have a excellent. <laughs> said that. I know. <laughs> and available on all your other pay-for-play plat- platforms. All right, we're off to watch the faculty. Let's do it to it. Join us, won't you? Mind the doors. No more pencils, no more books, no more teachers' dirty looks. The students at Harrington High have always suspected their teachers were from another planet. Is this going to be on the test? This is the test. This time, they're right. Now, these six students won't just question authority. They'll have to destroy it. Critics are calling it hip and scary. A thrilling ride from beginning to end. The faculty. Please report to the principal's office. Things I got right about my predictions, things I got wrong about my predictions for the faculty, almost all of it. What things I got right, those sweet shorts on the PE teacher. Uh, who's the T-1000? Who's, who's also the dude from the Terminator? <laughs> those sweet, I don't, they don't wear them anymore. I can confidently say that because I work with five gym teachers. Uh, but what, they were coaches shorts, right? Did you know, all. You know who killed the short shorts? Did all educators, like PE teachers, wear those? Do was you, that like a uniform? What, what were they? Do I you never... honestly know who killed the short shorts? No, who? Uh, Michael Jordan. Of um, course. Because he, being a superstitious gentleman, mm-hmm. um, he would want he would wear his uh, University of North Carolina practice shorts. Oh, when, right. He was like, I need longer shorts to cover those. No, I'm talking about, that's not what I'm, I mean. No, but I mean, that's, that's the zeitgeist, like... Because when he came into the NBA, right. you had like dudes are still rocking like short shorts. No, I get that. That's and not what I'm talking within about. Within a couple of years, they were gone. I'm talking about the polyester mid-thigh, as tight as bike shorts, but they are not made of. There's a zipper and a button and then a flap that covers the button and goes over to their hip <laughs> that all coaches in the 80s and 90s wore. Where did they get them? My what are they called and why? By the way, you know exactly what I'm talking about because they're working the faculty. Coach Burton, um, who was our basketball coach, I don't think he was a real coach then. Teacher. I don't think he was a real coach then. Uh, he was actually one of the best basketball coaches in the state. He 
he wore nothing but windbreakers. <laughs> oh, like windbreaker a- pants and like a windbreaker, like a matching like windbreaker top. Um, you could always, but you know what I'm talking. The about. joke was like you could always hear Coach Burton coming because you just heard swish, 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 as he would walk down the hall. Um, that was a that was a look in the '90s. Oh, know? keeping it alive. Um, this fucking movie. Um, I'm gonna go ahead. Well, actually, I'm gonna let you. Do you want to tell people what this movie's about in case um, they don't know what this movie's about? Aliens come to Earth and invade humans, and it's like a pod people movie. And it was very good and very silly, but I mean, it it is what it is. Yes, this movie is essentially a combination of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, John Carpenter's The Thing, in a high school with an all '90s teen cast. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna say it because I enjoy this movie, but fucking not aged well. Ninety CGI. No, not at all. Right, like no. the the worm dicks coming off the face in the rain and stuff. Like <laughs> it looked like some of it hasn't aged well. No, it looked like little mandarin oranges flopping off their so, face. So you know, um, you win some, you lose some. This is an odd. <laughs> the hairstyle on Josh Hartnett or whatever the hell his name you is. You know, uh, that actually, was a lo- that was a not good look. I found out because it was like that's he has the same haircut in uh, Halloween H two O, which is a better movie than this. Um, I still enjoy it, but I enjoy the shit out of H2O. He was cutting his own hair because he was like, that's like a, you know, just a dropout teen thing. And the producers of H2O were like, fucking stop doing that. Yes. Um, I don't like any of that. That was you're awful. A fucking lunatic. Please stop cutting your own hair. It looks awful. Terrible. Terrible. Um, and it does. Terrible. So I'll give it. This hair is terrible in this movie. Um, but not the weirdest thing about Josh Hartnett's character. No. The weirdest thing about his character is he clearly is fucking the teacher, teacher by the end of the movie. Right. And I think that's why they kept saying that, like, oh, he was held back a year. As if saying, like, he's 19. It's legal and okay. And I'm here to tell you, it is not legal and it is not okay yes those are all things that are punishable by law i'm 41 now oh yeah yeah um if i had sex with a client that was 35 that would be unethical and wrong even though we're both consenting adults if i am you have a power imbalance if i am a 40 something year old teacher with teaching an adult night class of 40 somethings it is against the law for me to have a relationship with one of those students that's a law that's not just like no that's not a good idea i would pay to watch that sitcom (laughs) of you just teaching like a night class somewhere like welcome back cotter style yeah yeah Yeah. like like the beginning of stripes like the first 10 (laughs) minutes of stripes which is i i hold as the best part of stripes um yeah, so uh, there's some problematic 90s shit to this movie. Uh, Josh Hartnett's hair, Josh Hartnett's relationship with Famke Jensen with Jean Grey, um, who he's, like, mean to Yeah, because he, she doesn't have oddly... a backbone. And then when she's an alien, she's like, Wants to I'm going to fuck, fuck you. And then she gets her head knocked off and reattached. And at the end of the movie, he's now a quarterback who's taken over for the character who was like i want to be more than a jock so now josh hartnett's like 
a 19-year-old high school quarterback who is clearly banging a teacher. The good-looking teacher. Yeah, the teacher. Which is, that's a lot to unpack. That's a lot, a, lot of to, prob- uh, lot of problems yeah. here, friends. A lot it's of a lot to unpack. Here. And the fact that they're just like, it's cool. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's not. <laughs> that's a societal yeah. thing, too. Like, anytime they're like, oh, 40-year-old man fucked a 16-year-old girl. No. We're like, we should kill that dude. No. But when they're like, a 40-year-old woman fucked a 16-year-old no, dude, we're like, any of it. that dude, he had it. Luck. Like, he didn't. I get very you know what uncomfortable. He got? he got molested. Yeah. <laughs> I get very uncomfortable about when people are like, like even the songs, like she's only 17 and like, like guys, this is she's not good. 17. Like, oh, they are children good lord yeah i have i've been a teacher for my entire life just yeah it it goes against every every cell in my body to even think about and yet you know let's talk about it and allude to it and wink about it in the faculty so um i think it's important to mention for the plot because so much of this movie hinges on josh hartnett Mm -hmm. and his terrible hair he's a drug dealer he sells drugs but it's like it's cocaine ex- but it's just it's speed yeah but he crushes it, up like it's like no dose basically yeah trucker um trucker speed and he puts it i thought it was a cool that he put it in like pens mm-hmm. that was a nice touch but like the aliens need constant water <laughs> my immediate to thought to that was i bet after they saw this like teachers were like so i guess they're gonna be putting drugs in pens now yeah that's immediately my thought went too. is like oh, they're putting the drugs in the pens because <laughs> you know if this came out now like i'd get a text like so look at this i guess this is gonna be a thing you would get a text from your principal being like start checking all the pens yeah and you'd be like they don't please have don't. pens please don't now it'd be like they just pour drugs into their fucking ipad then tip the ipad up and it runs out um, so it, the speed grandpa dehydrates them and kills them. Correct. So the only thing that can kill them, um, is so that essentially this movie hinges on, um, a drug dealer's supply. It also hinges on a goth girl who has seen the movie pod people. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've seen invasion of the body snatchers. That's it. I kind of know how this works. And she was correct. And Elijah Wood being a nerd. Oh gosh. The, that was more than bullying. That was like fucking assault. God. Still not the worst bullies in movies. I okay. still hold that arguably the the worst bull the worst bullies ever in a movie are the bullies in Christine. Yeah, that's that, true. That dude has like, he's like forty <laughs> in shop class, and that teacher's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you." He's talking about with like burns. a blowtorch. If you ever see, he's like a full mutton chop. If you've ever he's seen Christine, wild. you remember the guy with the the side. You remember sideburns. Yeah. Yeah, there's like yeah. three bullies, yeah. which I think is the amount of cheerleaders that are at that game in Christine. Um, <laughs> low budget. It was a low budget but film. swings for the fences. Yep. Um, speaking of not a low budget and also swings for the fences, uh, the faculty. Um, <laughs> We're going on a few tangents today, So, I guess. yeah, this movie, um, it like we said, it hinges on the use of speed and mm-hmm. a drug dealer. And also... The fact that Elijah Wood is the last man standing because he has no friends. Right. To initially infect him. Correct. And he's also so unimportant to the hierarchy of the that school. Nobody gives a shit. That he's low. He's so low on the list of like, no one gives a shit. Um, 
And then Jordana Brewster, they basically find out that the aliens are a thing because they're sneaking into the teacher's lounge. Right. Because she works for the paper and she's trying to find a juicy, gossipy scoop. About the faculty. About the faculty. Hence its name. And then... She finds out that... Uh, one of the teachers is drunk and they're like, oh, we already know that. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Nobody gave a shit when I reported on that back in the spring. Um, one of the teachers is drunk. Uh, Selma Hayek is in this movie. And she plays a very sick nurse. She's just always stopping and talking. Uh, like, um, and they watch her get turned into a a body snatched person. How would I, into an alien? Like yeah. she, they watch the invasion. Happen. So in, in invasion of the body snatchers, there's like a pod, and then the pod grows, and then you fall asleep, and then the pod person replaces you. In this, it's like there's a bug. They go in your ear. It's and so they gross. puke them out into your ear, and it goes in your ear, and it takes you over. Right. And then the whole... I like how so much of this plot of this movie mm-hmm. is based off of just conjecture. Where they're <laughs> because like, they've seen a few movies. Well, they're like, times. there's got to be like a leader, right? Like, if probably we, like a queen. And I think if we kill her, <laughs> they all die. Yeah, like, in what world, well, other no, than on TV, does that happen? They're if like, I kill the queen bee, they don't all die. It's not that they're like, you know, if we kill the queen, like, what will happen to everyone else? They're like, I think we'll just go back to we'll normal. We'll go back to normal. And then that's exactly no, what happens? That shouldn't, that shouldn't <laughs> be right. So... It was silly, guys. Uh, it was so silly. And then, spoiler alert, the queen is actually... Remember, the, the new girl in school, Josh Hartnett's sweet thing. From He's Atlanta? Leaning up against. And it's funny, because, like, all of the characters who make it into the first initial group represent, like, a genre stereotype. Mm-hmm. Like the stoner dropout, the super nerd, like the jock douche, mm-hmm. like the super slutty girl. The only one who doesn't fit into a stereotype is this little sweet. Is the one that's actually take my first take my first day of school, and I for some reason have a real southern accent. I'm not gonna tell anybody where I'm from or nothing. No, she says she's from Atlanta. She's like I'm from Atlanta. Mm, I don't, n- never mind. I'm not gonna comment. Hotlanta. She's not from Atlanta. No, she's from fucking outer space. Well, obviously. She turns into a giant worm lady. And why didn't she take advantage of the, her making out with Josh Hartnett to dump herself into his brain? I think his hair stopped it from happening. Oh, protective shell. Yeah, it is. There's like a helmet. His weirdo penis helmet hair. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know what? Now I understand. <laughs> now, now I get it. She's a whole like, other layer. I can't do this right now. That's why she's obsessed with him. Because um, it, it's like it's like Edward and Bella. Yeah. Like, he can't figure her out. So the aliens essentially take over the teachers. The faculty, then, yes. Yeah, and then they start calling the important students down and then infecting the important, the cool kids. Right. And then working their way down so they've got all of the kids. And then the kids go home and infect their parents. And then they start They tell two friends who tell two friends who yeah. tell two friends. It, I remember it's the thing they used to tell us in school where they're like, how many people have you had sex with? <laughs> Actually, if you've had sex with five people and they've all had sex with five people... You're going to fucking die. Yeah. Like, like, wait, is that, that how that works? Um, I forgot you about that. You slept with like 5,000 people. Uh-oh. Uh, that's the kind of shit, that, you know, they used to try to scare yeah, us. Yeah, like, I totally forgot about that. Don't touch other humans or you'll fucking die. <laughs> uh. how, could I, how could I forget those PSAs? Fear that was definitely a thing, I y'all. had a person come to my school and say that to my face. What class that, that like die. thing of like you know if you've had sex with five people and they've all had sex with five you know it was wild. Yeah. Um, so science the, in the 90s high was school football players 
are taking the other football team over during the big football game. Right. Every time so they tackle spread them. to the next town. Right. And then it basically the movie culminates with a fight between our heroes in the gymnasium against the giant worm lady in the big the pool. gymnasium slash giant olympic sized swimming pool that she goes in and doesn't immediately like i thought the chlorine would dry her right up like isn't that the whole point no all right i don't know it's water uh, it's a th- it's the same philosophy of like in gremlins where it's like they if they get wet and i'm like they're literally running through the snow <laughs> So this movie comes in a really weird time. In American history? <laughs> no. Um, in uh, Robert Rodriguez, the director's career. Okay. So he's he does like El Mariachi, which is famous. For, he did the $7,000 movie, right? Okay. He funded it out of being like a guinea pig at like lab experiments. He okay. basically like in the evening oh, would do I see. lab shit and then they would pay him money. He saved up $7,000 and went to Mexico and shot a movie. Shot okay. an action movie. Um, and then he parlayed that into, uh, it gets kind of like a big budget sequel slash remake in Desperado. Okay. Right? So he goes from $7,000 to $7 million. Um, and then he does part of uh, the anthology Four Rooms. Then he does From Dust Till Dawn, which is like a, an actual horror movie. Um, and then they're like The Faculty. So that's like his jump to like big time big yeah right he's we have the script we want you to do rather than him coming with a script movie okay um and then it doesn't it's not like the massive hit that they think it's gonna be like it it wasn't like a bomb but and then that he goes from that into like oh i guess it's time to do spy kids like he thinks he's over or like like, he does he's like i I want full control over what i do so he ends up doing spy kids instead I, i yeah I've I've seen an odd amount of the Spy Kids movies. Uh, my nephew was growing up during them, yeah. and so when we would spend summers together, we so, went and saw them. This movie ended up grossing sixty three point two million dollars against a fifteen million dollar budget. Literally in the nineties, Kevin Williamson could do no wrong. Yeah, I mean that's right? a win, right? Um, it's fucking wild. It's um, crazy. It's it's a. It's an odd movie, but it, it's fun. And because it's Robert Rodriguez, this movie takes place in t- uh, Ohio, but was shot in Texas at an actual high school. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing he did. Um, I mentioned to you when we were it watching the movie. It was an old-ass <laughs> high school. Good Lord. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned to you when we were watching the movie, but mm-hmm. I didn't mention, the, I don't think at the front of the podcast, that uh, Ain't It Cool News website founder Harry Knowles is in this movie. Uh, he's one of the teachers. Oh, he's right, the yeah. With the red hair, the big guy. Um, he was at one point like this guy who created a website about movie news that the website got so big that like studios were afraid of him and giving him like sneak previews of things. And like he parlayed it into a crazy career. And then like most dudes who sold it for nothing. Oh no. Um, they ended up being very like gropey and sexual assaulty and like a sex pest basically. Uh, and then it all came, uh, crashing down. Good. I will say. That Elijah Wood on this movie, Harry Knowles is the person who was like, hey, Peter Jackson's doing Lord of the Rings. Like, you should send him a tape. And Elijah Wood's like, yo, I'm not British. And he's like, you're fine. Just do it. Like, what's the worst? He's going to, worst he could do is say no. And then Elijah Wood ended up being Frodo. Frodo bagging. So there's that. Um, The blood test scene is definitely straight out of the thing. Um, Or the drug test when they're important that thing to see mm-hmm. who's a thing and, and who's not a thing that's right out of the who's an thing. alien and who's not that you had to yeah. take a huff um this is a miramax movie 
So this movie is a Bob and Harvey Weinstein movie. Ugh. Um, and, you know, Ugh. fuck them. They're terrible. Fuck all big Hollywood. But uh, I just want to point out the last little tidbit I have, because I think you're going to find this interesting. I will, I'm sure. Is there was an essay by Aaliyah Whiteley. Okay. And she, it was called Revisiting Robert Rodriguez's The, the Faculty. And she identifies the influences as a mix of, like I said, Invasion of the Body Centers with The Thing, with The Terminator, oh. and a spoonful of their breakfast club, and a pinch of the Stepford Wives. And you've, and she said, you've, quote, got a big mess of a movie set in a school that's been taken over by a conformist alien, one teacher at a time. You've got the very funny, occasionally scary, quite gory, and extremely entertaining Robert Rodriguez 1988 film called The Faculty. She said that it's all about examining the tropes of science fiction with a smart, funny angle, and half of the fun in this movie is identifying where you first came across a certain character's name or saw a specific special effect. I will say, I think that is the difference between this and some other movies that we've watched. Like, this one, I think, knew what it was and just owned it, and it was fun. Like, it came across as, like, this was a fun movie. Yes. It was a fun movie. It went fast. And it was silly, and, like, it, it didn't take itself too seriously. You know um, what I mean? Yeah. It, it's... And a lot of times movies like this do, and then when they fall flat, you're like, oh, you, you weren't <laughs> no, in on the joke. You tried too hard. Yeah, you weren't in um, on the joke. Yeah, this movie is definitely um, post-Scream, where it was a, let's just get a bunch of wise-cracking, movie-savvy teenagers and put them in a horror movie where they kind of can figure out what's going on and kind of stay ahead of the plot because they've seen the movie before right scooby gang there's that i mean that was buffy right a day like a group of girls a few guys toss them in have some stereotypes and fun hijinks well i mean that's the 90s movement of film is like this postmodernist movement of like you've literally seen everything so like what if we comment on everything that's come before fair right um and that's, this movie belongs to that. This movie's very 90s. Um, and that's also... Probably why I thought it was so fun. Yeah. Also where the effects kind of still are. But mm, I mean, they're so the, bad. some of the effects aside, some of the alien effects aside, this movie is super fun. Did you enjoy this movie? I did enjoy it. Like I said, it was a good time. Would you watch it with your family? Yeah, I think so. I think that it's, I think that the quote scary parts where the CG, it just didn't, where like the effects didn't, don't hold up. It kind of makes it not as scary. So maybe this might be once we start introducing the youngest to things like this, a good one to kind of toss in early. Yeah. I think, you know what I mean? Like it's, I think it would make a great double feature with Night of the Creeps. Yes. I think it would. Right. Yes. Um, it's got the same vibe. I think Night of the Creeps is the better movie. I was going to I was going to say now which of those do we do we like better? But okay. Uh, well, Night of the Creeps, right? Thrill me. Uh, that movie is fucking incredible and the effects still hold up because they're all practical. Right. Practical will they always win. Hold up. In my in my head, a well-done practical will always do better than early CGI. Even most CGI cuz like I you think CGI tell. works best whenever it's augmenting an existing thing. Like what right. Del Toro does a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you just make something straight out of CG, it doesn't have any physics. It doesn't feel like it has any weight or it's well, actually occupying any real space. And think of like the people in the Polar Express movie. Like it was the whole thing was CGI and it was so incredible and it was beautiful, but they looked dead behind the eyes, the dead eyes. The Uncanny Valley thing. Yeah. Right. Um, would you have a favorite character? this movie or a favorite kill or you know my favorite's going to be Joan Stewart um, <laughs> also favorite kill is Joan Stewart uh, my, also my favorite kill I just I thought 
And and I was surprised at his uh, light, almost red beard, Gotis Ensemble. I didn't know that would come in on him. I've only ever seen him a clean shaven. Yes. Um, it was a good movie. Favorite character is Hartnett, I guess. Yeah. I liked Hartnett um, and Elijah Wood. I like Elijah Wood and everything. But that, yeah. I will say this. If you've never seen The, the Faculty and you're listening to this podcast weirdly, um, God bless you. And we thank love you. you. Thank you. But um, uh, Josh Hartnett's hair Awful. and relation teacher relationship aside, if you can get by those very problematic elements, <laughs> and yes, I'm including his haircut as a problematic element. Um, it just it's so. Strange. This is a fun movie. It like, was a great time. This isn't gonna change the world. This isn't gonna like be a cornerstone. It's horror. a great sleepover it's movie. Fun. It's a great. You know, pizza and talk and when you know that people are going to be kind of coming in and out. Like, it's, yeah. it's fun. You know what this movie reminds me of? This movie's like a like a greatest hits compilation. the 90s, yeah. Right? Where it's like, here's a bunch of things you've from seen, other movies you've seen before. And you've seen these faces here. before, but where? Right? Like, here's... And it's been a while, Bits from this it? movie, that movie, this movie, that movie. Like... Oh, yeah. I like it's fun. Her. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, there you go. Um, what are we watching next week? Oh, God. We're going to do a movie for your child, a movie that your child loves. We're going to sit down, and we're actually going to watch Jennifer's Body. <laughs> and then we're going to end the month on a movie I love. He, so. did, he, he did go through a Jennifer's Body phase. Still kind of in there, but we'll see. He's still kind of in the Midsummer one, see, too. See if we can get him to watch that with us. So Okay, let's see if we can pin down an almost 18-year-old to watch a movie uh when we see you next week (laughs) um without him being on his phone the entire time that'll be the struggle fabulous well until then i'm josh and i'm cindy and i'm still his girlfriend (laughs) yeah